Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is your former president, Jimmy Carter, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show which is like reliving my four years in the White House all over again. Talk about a disaster. <laughs> Tune into the Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 106.7. The Kimmer makes Look love like a roller coaster. Yeah, baby. Slow at first going up, <laughs> then wave fast going down. Here we go. A few quick turns, <laughs> and it's all over. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 106.7. <laughs> Thank you. Look out. Yeah, baby. How's it going? Twelve oh five, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Sunday morning rain is a little Maroon Five for you there. There, a rock man, Mickey Madden from Maroon Five, is thirty-six today. Other birthdays include actor Harvey Keitel, seventy-six years old today. Stephen Colbert from the famous uh, comedian, and he's doing something. Isn't he taking over the? Did he just take over one of the shows? Isn't he doing Letterman or somebody? Yeah, I think it's Letterman. One of those guys. Anyway, uh, when Letterman goes, uh, Stephen Colbert, 51 today. And the disgusting Lena Dunham, that road pig, is 29 today. No, honestly, God, I I mean, I don't, this is not an anti-woman thing. This is not an anti-female thing. This is an anti-Lena Dunham thing. She's a disgusting pig. I mean, she's just, just disgraceful. And and she she pretends she represents young women of America today in their twenties. Please, my God, man! I right, got twelve oh six. It's only the camera on News Radio one hundred six seven. John Boy is back, and our great thanks to Brett who filled in admirably, I must add. But John Boy, it wasn't it, it wasn't the same without you here, man. And we we missed you, and uh, you know you went on vacation with your girlfriend. It was fantastic. You Glad went. You want to tell us where you went and everything? Or I went to Destin, Florida. Hot, great beaches, sandy, white, sandy beaches, sand Destin and Destin, very beautiful area. Oh, yeah. Every day was blue skies, high 80s. Yeah. You couldn't beat it. Sweet. And just hit the beach or would you, did you do anything special? Or? Oh, hit the beach, you know, yeah. had, had some drinks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, golf and cruise, yeah. flipped a wave runner. Yeah, flipped a wave runner. Cool. All right. I think we've all been there. You know, <laughs> Excellent. Got scared by the sharks. Well, anyway, welcome back. Welcome back. It's good to have you here. All right. Here's an It's Only Me. It's Only the Kimmer. Here's what we got going. Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, um, a bunch of stories in the news. Oh, it just came in. Kate Blanchett, the actress, is a switch hitter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, uh, there was an old, uh, not an old, there was a disc jockey here in Atlanta, former disc jockey in Atlanta named Craig Ashwood. You know that name? You remember yep. that name? Yep. A disc jockey in Atlanta, Craig Ashwood, and he's he's written a very short and very clever graduation speech. And I'm going to read it for you. It's pretty cool. We'll do that later on. Also, in the news, uh, why you should not chase a bear with a hatchet. That's coming up later. Uh, and ladies, I'm serious about this. I really want to ask a serious question. Why in the world, or have you ever, and could you tell me how it came out, have you ever decided to take a chance dating a serial cheater? And I bring it up because of the Tiger Woods story. Tiger Woods and Lindsey Vaughn, the famous Olympic champion skier chick, 
were together for three years, and they've broken up, and the word is now that Tiger cheated on her with a one-night stand after a golf tournament and admitted it to her, and she dumped him. But you have to think, who didn't know he was going to cheat on her? He's a cheater. He's a philandering cheater. Why would you ever trust him? Can you do, can and lady, I'm, I'm serious, I'm not trying to get into the badness here or anything, but have you ever trusted a guy that you knew had a whole history of just being a womanizer, and now you think, well, he's grown up, he's five or eight or ten years older, he's had a marriage, he's got kids, he's a little more serious, and I trust him now, and how did that come out? Can you ever trust a serial cheater? I'm really serious, I'm not trying to be flamboyant or anything, I'm, I'm really, is it worth trusting a serial cheater? And guys, let this be a lesson. And it goes for women, too. If you're, you know, easy, if you're a girl who just, you know, you know, gives it out to everybody and anybody, you think a guy's going to marry you? Have you ever done that, guys, and, and it came out to bite you? Anyway, I'm just, I'm just curious. The Tiger Woods thing, why would you ever trust him? All right, Putty Tap blames <laughs> success on winning the lottery. We'll, we'll get a lot of those subways coming up for you. A new a professor at the University of Boston just got her Ph.D., a black chick for black studies at the University of Boston. Uh, Boston University, actually, and uh, she hates white boys. And she tweeted how much she hates white boys and says they're the big problem in America today. So we'll get to that. They didn't do anything to her. No, she can still teach. She's fine. Yeah, it's okay because it's Boston, so it don't matter. Uh, also, uh, the uh, Dr. Melinda Hamilton, Another here's another example of a person who apparently whose first inclination is to show no character whatsoever and lie and deceive and cover up. How many times have we seen this in the news where someone could be responsible for fixing a problem, but instead they obfuscate, they blame somebody else, they lie, they cover up, they're afraid to take responsibility and take the hit. Don't you know that we in America love to forgive people? If you do something stupid and bad and wrong, and you, oh my God, I don't know what I was thinking, I'm so sorry, it'll never happen again, we'll believe you. But if you lie to us, then screw you, Dr. Melinda Hamilton, the daycare center hot baby case. <laughs> All right, what else we got here? Uh, Chelsea First Lady, perhaps. Uh, oh, and Harriet Tubman. By the way, this is really exciting. Uh, we did a lot of research today. Harriet Tubman is now going to be on the $20 bill. Harriet, the uh, the the woman who ran the slave uh, railroad to get uh, slaves out of the South up into Philadelphia and then eventually into Canada. I thought they were bringing them here. <laughs> no, it's... See, Pete, I thought she the public school education, <laughs> no, she didn't bring the slaves from the north to the south oh. to be slaves. It was, now, oh. it says slave railroad. Now, anybody could have misunderstood. I, who am I? To, you know, I mean, I can totally see where you could get that. A slave railroad, railroad for slaves. If you want to be a slave, come on down, free ticket, we'll get you down south, and you're in. I mean, I see, again, this is, it's education, Pete, education. A lot of people, for example, a lot of people didn't know uh, Harriet Tubman. Uh, hold on, I get her actual bio here. Uh, Harriet Tubman was born in 1820, they believe, uh, in Maryland. Uh, she had physical injuries from being beaten as a slave child. They lashed her before breakfast, hit her in the head with rocks and stuff. It was really brutal. Uh, but a few things you may not have known. Uh, while Harriet Tubman helped aid many runaway slaves in her lifetime, almost eight, they say, history shows that she never would have been able to do that had whites not invented slavery in the first place. So, again, we have to give credit where full credit is due there. <clears throat> For example, Tubman, Harriet Tubman successfully delivered fugitives from the cruelty of slavery in the South, introducing them to the virulent racism of the North. So, again, these are little-known accomplishments of Harriet Tubman. So you're trying to keep you informed here. The little Gimmer show, and she's going on the $20 bill now. But first, the 1212. Hey, Mom! The meatloaf! 
want it now. But the meatloaf. You're. Ma, the meatloaf. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got now. This is your family <laughs> alive announcer, Don Pardo. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by Amtrak. Amtrak. Go Amtrak and leave the crashing to us. And now, here's oh. your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> oh. You may want to take that one off the schedule. Don't <laughs> look. <laughs> All right, then. It's uh, 1219. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, News Radio 106. Uh, yes, in 1974, more than 50 people were injured outside a Jackson 5 concert in Washington when people started smashing bottles. <laughs> For whatever reason, it doesn't go into that. Uh, Jackson 5 there. Uh, let's see what else we got here. A couple of them. Notes in history. Actor Robert Pattinson, the uh, werewolf guy. Is a werewolf or, or uh, vampire. vampire? Vampire guy. is uh, Robert Pattinson's 29. He was the one that was cheated on by that pasty, uh, translucent female. Kristen uh, Stewart. Kristen Stewart, yeah. Uh, anyway, he, uh, Pattinson's 29 today. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. I got Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. We got a billion things going on. And if you heard what those wacky North Koreans have done now, this <laughs> is... Uh, I just love this stuff. North Korea, yes. The um, South Korea spy agency says that North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un has gotten rid of his defense chief because the defense chief fell asleep during a meeting and then was a little snarky when they woke him up. So apparently they took the People's Armed Forces Minister, Hyun Yong-chol, and took him to a shooting range where hundreds of people were in the stands at the shooting range and then they opened fire against him with anti-aircraft shells and blew him to smithereens for the pleasure of the hundreds of bystanders watching at the shooting range. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the same guy. To stick. He, did he have somebody eaten by dogs that he didn't like? He murdered his own uncle. Yeah. <laughs> he had a machine gun. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you. <clears throat> and also... Speaking of dictators, Donald Trump took to his Twitter today. Uh, you know that terrible pl- train crash in Philadelphia, uh, six people dead, and uh, just uh, if you saw the video, and that's the only one good thing about social media, There's ev- you can use your phone for evidence of what might have happened and show rescue efforts, things like that. So but you, the video is all over the place. Uh, and Donald Trump, during the, after the, during the train crash, tweeted out the following. The only one to fix the infrastructure of our country is me. Roads, airports, bridges, I know how to build. Pauls only know how to talk. Remember, politicians are all talking, no action. Our country is a laughingstock that's going to hell. The lobbyists and donors control all. Donald Trump took the time during the train crash rescue efforts to tweet that he's the only guy to fix America's infrastructure problems. Oh, God. Got my vote. Donald, you're never going to be president. I'm sorry. It's just, come on, you're killing me. Also, another little-known fact of Harriet Tubman. She's going to be on the $20 bill. She got voted in. Uh, they used to beat her as a child. She ran away and uh, then started freeing slaves, uh, first to Philadelphia, and then when they passed a law saying slaves had to be returned, she started going to Canada. Her nickname was Moses, 
and she was introduced to abolitionist John Brown, uh, who advocated violence to destroy slavery, and she was kind of all in favor of that. But a few little-known facts about Harriet Tubman. Uh, She once misinterpreted a harmless greeting from a fellow field worker by setting him on fire while he slept for the crime of turning her name into a nickname with no ill intent. But never again did anyone call her Tubby. So again, these are just some of the little-known facts about our new $20 bill face. Yes, sir. Little-known facts. Uh, 1222. Hey, oh, there's the newsmaker line. By golly, let's use on the old newsmaker line. Uh, Good afternoon. Read my lips. (laughs) This is your former President George Bush Collins. President W.H. Bush, it's an honor to have you aboard, sir. You know, my wife Barbara is very excited about Harriet Tubman and the $20 bill and all. Oh, is that right? Really? Oh, yeah. She met Harriet Tubman years ago. (laughs) Barbara said she'd never forget the six words that Harriet said to her. The six words? Yeah, get out of my way, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, even back then, Barbara was known as Grandma. Grandma she's very old. Are you kidding? On oh, her birthday, oh. Lincoln had no school. I mean, she's old. Yeah. <laughs> she ordered a three-minute egg. They made her pay in advance. I'm telling you, she's, she's an old, an old lady. <laughs> Good to have John Boy back. John Boy's back, yeah. And I think it was so nice of that Iraqi war veteran in Athens rescuing his girlfriend out of that hot car. I no, sir, that was another animal. It wasn't a dog, sir. <laughs> well, Kimmer yeah. did $100 million, and people throughout the state and the country yeah. are very excited. $100 million, and everybody's excited? Oh, yeah, enough about tomorrow's Steve McCoy giveaway. How about the Powerball? <laughs> <laughs> How is the Georgia lottery supposed to compete with the Steve McCoy morning show anyway, where the jackpots are bigger and the chances of winning are astronomical, you know? One in three, probably. But, you know. (laughs) Boy, my son Jeb is going nuts with all this liberal talk. Liberal talk, yeah. I mean, the way he's going off the rails, you'd think he was an Amtrak conductor or something. What's wrong with that kid? I, I don't get the end, uh, thing there. <laughs> what happened up there in Philadelphia anyway? Well, Did that... the conductor drop his crack pipe again? <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Yeah, my son, Jeb, you know, Jeb, this look. liberal talk about open borders, open, amnesty, yeah, common core, common statehood core. for Puerto Rico. Puerto. I called him up and I said, son, yeah. didn't you learn anything from your dad and your brother? You get elected first, then you move hard to the left. <laughs> <laughs> you evoke Ronald Reagan's name, and then you dismantle. Oh, wait a minute, I'm giving away. Trip Sorry, that's kind of a secret, sir. Sorry. <laughs> show. Well, I better go. Let Brett, the truck driver, get in here and <laughs> let the air out. of what little momentum we built up in the first 25 minutes? You know. Talk, you talk about, about deflate, deflate gate. gate. Yeah. Brett, the truck driver's the real deflate guy. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Let the air out of this truck driver. (laughs) Always an honor. (laughs) Read my lips. Thank you. (laughs) Look out. And good morning to the Claremont Lounge. (laughs) Good morning, ladies. (laughs) Thank you so much, Mr. President. 1225, and by golly, it's Brett the Truck Driver on News Radio 1067. How you doing, Brett? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kim, I don't know what old uh, Pootycat is smoking here lately, but uh, it it must be some pretty wild stuff. He's saying some pretty crazy things, right? Yeah, lottery winners or people who are successful just won the lottery. Unbelievable. Think he needs to be drug tested? I think he needs to be something. I don't know about that. Uh, Hey, ho, all right, I got there. I feel a little deflated. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh, by the way, 
A fellow named Timothy Murphy is an actor from Sons of Anarchy, and he is in the new movie, or I guess it's a series Netflix show, Grace and Frankie, starring Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, who play uh, women who are whose husbands turn gay. And this guy, Timothy Murphy, the actor, says he has to make out with Jane Fonda. And he says she's a great French kisser because she's got the great French kissing stick. Jane Fonda, 77 years old. Thank you. 1227. This is John Lovitz, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Congratulations. You're our 1,000,000th, 10,000th second listener. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. Anyway, the camera is on Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Casey Kasem, <laughs> Casey. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by Amtrak, Amtrak, where we've brought back the smoking compartment. And now here's your host for the time being, Kim Peterson. Twelve thirty-six on News Radio one zero six seven. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. And it was on this day in nineteen eighty-five. Bruce Springsteen and actress Julianne Phillips got married in Oregon on her birthday in nineteen eighty-five. Bruce started cheating on her pretty much the next day, and after three years, she finally didn't keep taking his crap and got rid of him. And Springsteen later married uh, his backup singer. Patty Skank, and uh, they're still together. Yes, one of the great cheaters of our musical history time. Also on this day, uh, the final episode of Frasier aired on NBC in 2004. There you go. All right, look out. We got a bunch of things here. 1236, it's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. And I mentioned this. This is kind of a shocker. I I don't know why I'm shocked, but I just never thought of this this way. Kate Blanchett is uh, an Oscar winner who's been married to a fellow named Andrew Upton for 18 years. They have four children whose names are... Well, I got them right here, and now I can't find them. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Where the hell did they go? I hate this. It matter. Oh, I hate... It doesn't matter. She got four... Well, they have weird names, and now I can't find them. There, anyway, she's she's got four kids in real life with a husband of 18 years. And she in a movie called Carol... It's about a lesbian tryst, and she plays a married woman who has an affair with a shop girl played by Rooney Mara, who was in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Anyway, when asked by the press if this was her first turn as a lesbian, Kate Blanchett smiled and said, on film or in real life? The reporters did that. He went, oh, huh? And they followed up and said, well, what do you mean by that? Are you telling me something we ought? And she said, when pushed to confirm, she said, relationships with women? Kate Blanchett, mother of four, said, oh, yes, many times. The film is based on a book, The Price of Salt, which was considered scandalous when it was written in 1952. Uh, The star is known for roles as the incomparable queen in 1998's Elizabeth, also in Galadriel in The Lord of the Rings. Uh, She played Bob Dylan, for God's sakes, a number of much of other things. Anyway, Kate uh, Blanchett, 45-year-old mother of four, married for 18 years, says she is bi. And she's had many relationships with women. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. All right, now twelve thirty. And by the way, ladies, I'm really serious about this. I would, I'd left, and not that it involves me, because I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm out. I, 
<laughs> I've had it. I, I I can't lose any more money, so I, you know I'm at the bottom. And so I'm, <laughs> I'm done. But if, if I mean I'm serious, I, we need to know this. Is, is it possible that you really keep giving in to guys that you know have cheated like crazy in the past? Why would you give them another chance? Is it worth the risk? Tiger Woods broke up because he did a one night stand with some bimbo after a golf tournament and Lindsay, what's her name the downhill girl vaughn Vaughn said that's it it's over three years and it was over because he cheated on her once and good for her anyway i'm curious if if, if that really is something you would why would you date us you know he's a cheater why would you date him for the glory and the money i mean it's not like you need it i don't know i'm just i'm really curious 844-404-1067 oh also uh at two o'clock today two tickets we'll give away two tickets al yankovic chastain park in june june 20th two tickets weird al yankovic chastain park amphitheater june 20th we'll give away at 2 p.m 844-404-1067 how do you want to do it you want to think of a way between now and then we could do yeah. the colored underwear we could do pick a number we could do uh well whatever pete we'll something figure something and john boy's back maybe we'll do what you was doing on vacation we'll do we'll figure out something also this i really appreciate this from craig i mean yeah craig ashwood former disc jockey here in atlanta you may know that name if you've been around atlanta for a while he's a kimmer listener and says uh, he's having fun listening to the show and he wrote a graduation speech, which he says, uh, feel free to use it any time, so I'm going to right now. This is from Craig Ashwood. Graduation speech, 10 points. Number one, dreaming is twaddle. Follow your dreams, they say. Note it's always the most successful people who preach this crap. You rarely hear from dreaming losers. Dreams? No. Doing is what matters. If dreaming led to anything, I'd be having sex with Jennifer Connolly by now. <laughs> he says, do. You may suck at it. You may not make much money. You might have to move to L.A. or New York or Fargo or Djibouti. Whatever your stupid dream is, quit screwing around, wasting everybody's time, and do it. Number two, work is just like junior high. Cliques, cool kids, and rejects and all that. Three, new job? Be wary of the first person who befriends you. That's fairly cynical, but I like it. Four, mission statements are all bullcrap. So are companies that describe themselves as a family. (laughs) Five, team building, trust building, anything to do with building is bullcrap. When times go bad, the knives come out. (laughs) Six, any meeting longer than 15 minutes is bullcrap. They devolve into job justification or conversations between two participants, and the rest of you are waiting and waiting. Seven, always be looking for a new job. Your boss is. Eight, don't ever share anything with your coworkers you don't want repeated. They are your colleagues, not your friends. Number nine, avoid being the fixer, the person who always jumps in to help. Avoid that. You get no respect and will always be the number two person at best. And number 10, learn how to negotiate your salary. Your best money is what you make at the beginning. After that, it's just tiny incremental raises unless you get a big promotion. And finally, don't drink at company meetings. And if you want a friend, get a dog. Now, off you go, you dreaming fun seekers. <laughs> From Craig Ashwood, former disc jockey in Atlanta and a camera listener with our great appreciation. Right, it's 1240, almost 1242 on News Radio 1067-844-404-1067. And wash your ears out with this. An art collector named Robert Ellsworth uh, had a favorite place to go for lunch, Donahue Steakhouse in Florida. Well, he passed away, and it turns out that he left in his will... $50,000 to Maureen at Donahue's and $50,000 to Maureen's niece at Donahue's. He never knew their last names, but they were two waitresses he really liked, and when he died in his will, he left them $50,000 apiece. He died at age 85. 
Never graduated from high school, became one of the biggest art dealers of Asian art in America. Worth $200 million when he died. His favorite meal, grilled cheese and bacon. And he gave the waitresses a hundred grand between the two of them. All right, twelve forty-two now. But funerals are insane. The chicks are so horny; it's not even fair. <laughs> it's like fishing with dynamite. <laughs> Sign me up. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. Stand by, stand by. This is William Shatner, William. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by Amtrak, Amtrak, where you don't need a sleeper car to crash for a while. And now, here's your host, Kim Peterson. Okay. 12.50 on News Radio 106.7. It's only the giver. Come to that the that Guitarist John Frushanti quit. The Red Hot Chili Peppers on this day in 1992. Eight years later, he rejoined them. He's still playing this stuff. John. Also, a couple of birthdays. Candace Acola from The Vampire Diaries is 28. Debbie Ryan from Jesse is 22 today. So, I got 12.51 on News Radio 1067. Harry Tubman on the... $20 bill. We'll tell you some more little-known historical facts of Harriet coming up here shortly. For, oh, wait. Hold on. There's the Newsmaker line. Let's uh, see who's on the old Newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's just one week to go now. Oh, my goodness. David oh, Letterman. it's Friday that you're leaving. I can't no, keep up with that camera. I thought that was you, sir. <laughs> oh, me. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You, too, I guess. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I'm wrapping up my show last night. I'm sure that you and Pete Davis and the Hangman and John Boy were DVRing it. Had, oh, we have listen, watching yeah, parties. Had, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had Bill Clinton on. I know you the, for the whole damn hour. For the whole hour, we saw him. Gee, play gosh, this. I wonder why I was in third place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bill Clinton yeah. was on. He promoted his upcoming appearance at the Cobb Energy Center, where it's Rapist Appreciation Month. <laughs> Instead of rape whistles, this is going to be really festive. The really? Cobb Energy Center is going to be handing out rape kazoos. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're so much easier to play. You know, to add a little fun to sexual assault. Like. Anybody can play a kazoo. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God, yes, man. Sir. Hope John Boy's ready because summer's going to be here before you know it, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Here we go. Everyone's looking for a light, quick summary. So here they are from the home office, the top ten shortest new books. New books. All right. Short new books. Short new books. Number ten, Spontaneous Acts of Patriotism by Arthur Blank. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, the TNT Academy Guide to Race Relations. <laughs> you hey, you go home now, them. I think is what that's called. <laughs> Number eight, Remembering Benghazi by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's a short book. These are short books. <laughs> short books. Number seven, Dexter King's Daily Activity Laws. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up, took a nap, walked to the couch, walked back to the bed. <laughs> Number six, Making Your Call-Ins Count by Breck the Truck Driver. <laughs> Very. Very. Number dark. five, People That You've Actually Heard Of in the Georgia Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> George Radio Hall of Fame is a division of Cox Broadcasting. Don't forget that part. Number four, the Kasim Reed Guide to Family Planning. (laughs) Unfortunately, it doesn't arrive until after you do. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, Jews I Admire by Jimmy Carter. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, cleaning products used at manual staffing. It's a very... (laughs) And here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the yes. number one newest 
shortest book for the summer. Yes, sir. How to sell the Kim Peterson show. No, no, wait. <laughs> There's nothing in there. <laughs> what is this, a writing tablet? <laughs> exactly. Good night. Thank you, David. David Letterman right here. <laughs> Mercy. Well, I got now. It's only the Kimmer. It's only me. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We'll have more news back lines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Also, don't forget, you can uh, listen to any one of the Kimmer programs. Pretty much all of them. We had the other day, we had uh, uh, some of the technical things happen for about a half an hour of the show. But generally speaking, if you want to hear any of the programs we've done since January 1st this year, you can go to, to uh, newsradio1067.com. Newsradio1067.com. And click on the old Kimmer thing there, and you can uh, listen to the podcast. Sponsored by our buddies at Showcase Photo and Video. Very nice. Yeah. John and the boys over there. We had a lot of fun a couple Saturdays ago over there, too. Uh, 1254 on News Radio 1067. Harriet Tubman will be on the $20 bill. 600,000 people voted for it, and um, she got the most votes. Uh, Harriet Tubman, of course, the woman who um, led slaves to freedom in the north first she went to philadelphia but then the laws changed and they started sending them back so she started going to canada and harry tubman during the civil war was very active for the union army as a cook and a nurse and later became an armed scout and a spy harriet tubman was the first woman to lead an armed expedition in the war uh, and guided the combahee river raid which liberated 700 slaves in south carolina Wow, I had no, I didn't know that. I didn't remember reading that in the history books. A lot of, in fact, there's a lot of things we didn't know. For example, uh, Harriet Tubman was the original guide for two explorers who came to be known as Lewis and Clark. But on the morning of their journey, Harriet twisted her ankle and would not be able to make the hike. She was replaced by her good friend and supposed love interest, Sacagawea. They would never see each other again. But on her deathbed, it was revealed that Harriet Tubman received total consciousness. So she had that going for her, which is nice. <laughs> How she avoided those Nazis for 20 years in that <laughs> attic. No Never a peep, nothing to read. <laughs> Poor rations. No visitors. Couldn't go out and get some freak. Just play with a dog. Nothing. A bagel. Trapped. Stuck. <laughs> Barely take a nap for fear of snoring and giving up your location. I mean, it was horrible. Total freaking nightmare. <sighs> Harriet Tubman, see, was on the twenty-dollar bill. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only me. At 2 o'clock, we'll give away the two tickets to go see Weird Al Yankovic. 2 o'clock, 844-404-1067. We haven't figured out how to do it yet, but we'll think of something. It'd be, yeah. it'd be easy. It'd just be a, a chance guess thing. I don't want to you know, might try to trick anybody. All right, 1257. All right, we're having a little fun. It's Wednesday. Beautiful weather. Let's enjoy it. Hey, let's have some fun. It's a great time of year. News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. Well, this is Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show.
Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into the Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer is like Kleenex strong, dun, soft, dun, dun. and disposable. Oh, wait a minute. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. <laughs> the thing there, the thing there. Ah, right, 105, how you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. John Boy's back. And uh, thanks again. It's great to have you back. It really uh, does make a difference. And uh, Brett, thank you so much for all the hard work you did along with Hangman and getting everything ready for the past week or so. But we appreciate it. All right, Tom York of Radiohead, I'm sure did not sign up for an endorsement that's running in Iran. There's a photo of Tom York of Radiohead on the cover of a book sold in Iran with a title that translates to Marital Sex Problems in Men. <laughs> for some reason, his picture's on the cover. <laughs> I don't think he signed up for that, but who knows? Who am I to judge? But I'm what the, oh, what's that? <laughs> Is that just drums or something? You all right? What's the matter? What happened to John Boy? You okay? Huh? You're choking or what? I thought I heard something. Oh, okay. Oh, I was wondering why you got a little nervous. All of a sudden, you got to tell me these things, John Boy. Oh, yeah. Wait, Radiohead's not dirty, is it? Does he yeah, get dirty? Good. Okay, good. Anyway, if he did, we don't care because we didn't hear it. Uh, also, a couple of birthdays. Uh, actress Leslie Winston from The Waltons is 59. I don't know which character she played. She's 59. Probably one of the kids. I mean, that was 40 years ago. Um, and uh, English colonists arrived at the site of what became Jamestown on this day in 1607 in Virginia. The colonists went ashore the next day, and their first Thanksgiving dinner together was supplied with the venison shot by Harriet Tubman in the wilds. That's amazing. A tremendous, Thank tremendous. God they found an Arby's there that first winter. Well, you know, uh, without they could have starved. They could have starved. I, I think there's a lot of those things, you know, people didn't realize that. In fact, a lot of people don't know that Harriet Tubman in the 20th century was one of the most famous civilians in American history before the Civil War, a third only to Betsy Ross and Paul Revere. Harriet Tubman buried with military honors at Fort Hill Cemetery in Auburn, New York, not Auburn, Alabama, Auburn, New York, I believe this is Harriet Tubman. And uh, some little-known facts about Harriet. Uh, her legendary passion for the peanut was matched only by her smoldering hatred for the almond. So, again, <laughs> a lot of people don't know a lot of these little-known facts. Harriet Tubman once misidentified a mitochondrion as a ribosome on a crucial biology exam, but out of respect... No one ever mentions this fact. Again, just try to tribute to Harriet Tubman. She's, she's going to be on a twenty dollars bill. See, she's going to be on the twenty. All right, it's all in the camera on News Radio one hundred six seven. All right, now this is uh, this is a, a troubling, troubling story in St. Louis. A maternity noose. Noose. <laughs> <laughs> A maternity nurse. How the hell did I get noose? Well, you know why? I was going to say I was going to say St. Louis, and I came Nurse Louis La Noose. A maternity nurse in November of 1965 told Zella Jackson Price that she gave birth to a stillborn child. The daughter did not live. The mother, Zelda Price, never saw the baby. She was told had died. Well. Zelda Price has just been reunited with a daughter she has never seen until now, 49 years later. Actually, 50 years later. 
Melanie Gilmore, an Oregon resident, met her mother for the first time a couple of days ago. Uh, the infant lived, uh, they were told the infant lived a couple hours after being born premature, and the woman never saw the baby, and apparently the nurse just took her. In 1965, somehow someone thought there might be a DNA match of someone somewhere, so they put it into some kind of a DNA mas- uh, test matching kit and got a match, and the mother was reunited with a baby she thought had died in childbirth in 1965, 50 years ago. Now they're reunited, and they're trying to they're, they're getting a lawyer to <laughs> find out what the hell happened. But uh, what a story, 50 years later. That's unbelievable. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's one of the Kimmer. You heard about the uh, terrible uh, crash of the train in Philadelphia. I, don't, I think we still don't know exactly what happened there. It was going around a corner, tended to turn, but I don't know if speed was an issue. And no one has said that it was speeding out of control. It just flipped over. Uh, but people were uh, pretty messed up inside that train. It was felt like it was a sharp curve, like they were going around a curve. And then all of a sudden, my head hit the window. We were just going down and just flipping, just flipping chairs all on top of me. People being thrown in the chairs that was on top of me. That's how I got my collarbone broke. I flew to the other side then on my head. Um, and then I just checked my body parts. So I was okay. So I pulled, pushed out the emergency window. I had to lift myself up because it was kind of in the ceiling and then lifted people up, about eight or nine people got out. That's the former congressman Patrick Murphy was on the train. And again, at least six people are dead. And uh, just we don't really know what happened. But it's a bizarre, 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 bizarre situation in Pennsylvania. And speaking of bizarre, Putty Tat's at it again. Putty Tat, this is unbelievable. This man is a total disgrace. Putty Tat took the time during a speech in Georgetown, actually a, a symposium of some kind, uh, to talk about poor people, but he wanted to make sure he took the opportun- uh, opportunity to blast Fox News. If you watch Fox News on a regular basis, it is a constant menu. They will find like folks who make me mad. I don't know where they find them, right? And they're all like, I don't want to work. I just want a free Obama phone or whatever. And, and that becomes an entire narrative. Oh, by the way, if you're successful, <laughs> it's not yours, buddy. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Yeah. If you've been successful, you don't you didn't get there on your own. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think, well, it must be because I was just so smart. There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hardworking people out there. Cheering the failures. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you some help. Oh, boy. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. You didn't build that. Somebody else made it happen. Is that appalling? I mean, this is the modern-day president. Got elected anyway. Twice. 112 on News Radio 106 with the Kimmer. There's your bomber, Beardsley McTurban head. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Andy Rooney, and this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Harriet Tubman. 
Did you ever wonder how many 40s you can buy with a 20? And now here's your host, a Kimmer. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, it's my bad. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Pay attention, you numbskull. <laughs> hey, we're on, we're on. <laughs> oh, I wonder why that silence was happening. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, how you doing? Right, it's 119. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Mercy! Here's David Cassidy and the Partridge family. David Cassidy has been sentenced from a DUI case last year, $900 fine and 50 hours of community service. He pleaded guilty in upstate New York for drunk driving, faces a six-month suspension of his license. And once he gets it back, he'll have one of those devices to keep from starting his car if he's drunk. He has to take that seriously up there, man. Good for him. Uh, and uh, Cassidy, David Cassidy is 65. He was on the TV show Partridge Family and had a hit with I Think I Love You and a couple of others. But David Cassidy, you know, DUI conviction. So there you go. Uh, a couple of historical notes, in case you make it the final Jeopardy. May 13th, 1940. Let me ask you this, John Boyd. Do you have any idea where the rock group Blood, Sweat, and Tears may have gotten their name? Uh, were they members of CCR? Did they branch off? Well, it's the same. The CCR, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Earth, Wind, and Fire, all the same group. But, you know, they're just depending on how many trombones they put in the band. No, actually, it was because of this, and they, uh, they did kind of a takeoff on this, what happened in 1940 on this day. In his first speech as Prime Minister, Winston Churchill told Parliament, quote, I would say to the House, as I said to those who have joined this government, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. And the phrase blood, sweat, and tears became famous, even though it wasn't, wasn't what he said, but that's what the phrase is, is blood, sweat, and tears, how we say it. But it was blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Winston Churchill in 1940. <laughs> <laughs> that's not butter, it's margarine. <laughs> and on this day in 1935, you've heard the um, you know the movie Lawrence of Arabia. Very, I do know that one. Very, very, well, T. E. Lawrence, after whom the movie was named, T. E. Lawrence was critically hurt in an accident in Dorset, England, in 1935, and died six days later. Motorcycle, Motorcycle accident. T. E. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. All right, eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. It's only the Kimmer. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Um, at 2 o'clock, we'll give away Al Yankovic, Weird Al Yankovic tickets. Two tickets, Chastain Park, June 20th. And are we going to do a colored underwear again? Yep. All right, uh, of my, my, yep. well, my color underwear. And uh, <laughs> I know it's a little creepy, but <laughs> what the heck. All right, hold on, wait, there's a newsbreaker line first. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kimber. This is Speaker of the House, Speaker. John Boehner. Mr. Speaker, it's an honor. Welcome. How are you doing, sir? Well, you know, I kid around a lot on the Kimmer show, but yeah. in all seriousness, President Obama is destroying the Constitution, Kimmer. Why? He's defying the rule of law. Yeah. He's placing every American in grave danger. Grave danger? Wow. Not that I'm going to do anything about it, but well, I no. thought I might just point it out to the <laughs> listeners there, you know. Don't, don't say anything, you know. Yeah, I want to point it out before I vote to fully fund it and all, like I do. <laughs> By the way, you know, it's great to have John Boy back. Great to have him back. Great Since to have only John Boy knows the jury rig uh, gum and bailing wire workarounds to keep the van by the river Dexter King non-working studio functional for more than five minutes at a time. I know, because I've been in there. <laughs> in some classroom. 
Too bad you're not allowed in the Steve McCoy State of the Art Palace production oh, no. facility. Where no, I do not get a pass. <laughs> they pay a girl twenty bucks an hour just to feed him grapes. <laughs> <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> right. He's got everything in here. I got nothing. He's got everything. I know. I heard your call from that low-life liberal bootlicker David Letterman. Oh, oh. Uh, good riddance to that crotchety comedy toddler. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, boy, that was close. <laughs> a whole different close syllable I was thinking. Know, Peter. <laughs> I thought it was a hard consonant in there somewhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. Thank you. But, but she loves Cokes. Thank God. Thank you. You know the difference between David Letterman and Arthur Blank? No, I don't, sir. I don't. You couldn't pay Letterman to be patriotic. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, Harriet Tubman, I'm very excited. She's going to be on a picture of the 20. $20 bill. Are they going to put me on a picture of a 40? <laughs> Not the currency. <laughs> the tall boy. Clearly, <laughs> the wind's lower up for the <laughs> picture on the 40. The 40. Now, Harriet Tubman, she deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, Remember, I, John Boehner, have yeah. studied her history. She, well, the woman saved a lot of lives. Saved a lot of lives? Yeah. Uh, mainly because the Underground Railroad wasn't operated by Amtrak. There's <laughs> 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 safety tip number one, I guess. Hey, did you hear Amtrak has brought back the dining car? I, no, I didn't hear that. It's for people who want to enjoy their last meal. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Great to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it from here. Thanks. Here, <laughs> Maybe they could get McCoy's slavesters to feed him some grapes. <laughs> Golly, thank you, <laughs> Speaker Boehner. Goodbye. Boehner. <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Don't leave me. It's only the giver. <laughs> On News Radio 1067. 125 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. Another example of something I harp on all the time, and that is taking responsibility. Even if you know you did something wrong, you made a mistake. The It's only little children who learn early that they are embarrassed or ashamed or scared, and they don't want to take responsibility, and they say they didn't do it, and they lie, and they deceive, and they blame somebody else, and they're afraid to. Th- That's what little kids do. We have to teach them better. And when you get to be adults, you become like Dr. Melinda Hamilton, the owner and supervisor of Bright Achievers Pre-K Center in Austell, who's accused of telling the mother of a two-year-old left in a van for five hours or six hours that the kid was only in the van for about 15 minutes and she's going to be fine. Uh, well, this uh, Dr. Hamilton lady has been charged with reckless conduct, false statements, and tampering with evidence. According to the arrest warrant, Dr. Melinda Hamilton tried to get the workers to erase the video from the cameras showing the daycare vans. She tried to allegedly get them to write a fake report on the incident, and she told the parents the kid was only in there for a few minutes. kid was there more like six hours. And when another driver found her soaking wet, diaper soaking wet, covered in sweat, Dr. Melinda Hamilton's first thought was cover-up. Deny, lie, treat, cheat cover-up. When your first inclination is to deceive and cover-up and lie, it means you're qualified to run for President of the United States as a Democrat. Yes, thank you so much. Hillary Liar Rodham Clinton Rodham Rodham is very, very uh, happy about that because it just goes to show that you can be successful 
as a liar and a cheat and a deceiver. Let's put that in there, too. Not be shortchanged. 127 is on the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. Hi, this is Dan Reeves, and this portion hey, of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is sir. brought to you by hmm? the Atlanta Falcons, oh. the most patriotic NFL team that money can buy. And now here's your host, who will be joining me, Larry, Eric, and the drive through crew soon, Kim Peterson. Thank you so much. Look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 106.7. 10, that's a 135, let's call it. Coming up at 135. Happy birthday, Darius Rucker. Hootie and the Blowfish. 49 today. You couple other birthdays, actress Zoe Wanamaker from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is 66. And if you're old enough to recall Gunsmoke and Gods and Generals, Buck Taylor is 77 today. <laughs> Mercy. I like it. It's only the kipper. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Beautiful day in the neighborhood enjoy it because a little rain may be coming off and on through the weekend but we'll see 844-404-1067 again at two o'clock we'll open up the lines to give away two tickets to see weird al yankovic chastain park saturday june 20th at two o'clock two tickets at two o'clock 844-404-1067 i don't know why uh people with an education are trying to divide the races even more and i'm talking about people of the black persuasion and you know who you are an incoming professor at Boston University, black sociology professor, black sociology professor, Seda Grundy, has finished her doctorate at the University of Michigan, and she is becoming a professor at Boston University. She tweeted to her friends, white college males are a pop- problem population. White masculinity is the problem for America's colleges. Now, wait a minute. She, this is a black sociology professor who says white masculinity is the problem for America's colleges. Deal with your white blank white people. Slavery is a blank y'all blank thing. Every MLK week, she writes, I commit myself to not spending a dime in white owned businesses. And every year I find it nearly impossible. This is a woman with a Ph.D. from University of Michigan who's teaching class at Boston University and says white males are the problem in this population and white masculinity is the problem in America's colleges. What does that mean? That's re- it's exactly the opposite. Hate speech. It's, it's deliberate hate speech. Support, listen to what supporters are saying. Oh, no, no these, these are not racist comments. <laughs> They shared the hashtag with her and launched an online petition that notes the university, which is the largest in Massachusetts, is the place where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. earned his doctorate. So, therefore, it wasn't a racist tweet. And she doesn't ever feel racist views in her uh, own life. Racism, they say, this is what the petition says. Racism extends to virtually every institution in American society, including higher education. Calling Professor Grundy's tweets racist minimizes the very real effects of racism for people of color in the United States. 
Talk about dividing the races. I mean, this woman and her supporters in their petition are deliberately, deliberately trying to make us. You know, they're trying to start it. They're trying to start something new, and I don't get it. What's? And by the way, a poor baby. Here's a black chick who just got her doctorate at University of Michigan. Uh, talk about the northern, uh, you know, upper Midwest, and is teaching in Boston. Boy, she really never had a, a, an advantage in life, did she? No. She has a Ph.D., and she's teaching at the University of Boston. And she's bitching about how white males on campus are the problem in America. I have a solution. White males. What's the solution? I have a solution for her. Right, yeah. She can kill herself. There you go. And soon, if you would. And by the way, call me. Before you do it, call me, and we'll do it. It'll be like a deterrent. Oh, yeah. God, this, okay. All right, all right. Can we put out the call? Uh, Professor Seda Grundy. Professor Seda Grundy, you are getting sleepy. You are going to call the Kimmer. You are going to be on my program when you take your stinking, miserable, divisive, hate-filled life. This is brutal. I mean, I'm just so sick of it. And then Putty Tat. Putty Tat gets up there at this uh, symposium at the Georgetown University and uh, talks about how lucky you achievers are. And if we can't ask from... Society's lottery winners, lottery winners to just make that modest investment, then really this conversation is for show. If you're successful, you won the lottery. Because you didn't do it on your own. You didn't do it on your own. And I love, it. I love how he's going to give advice to children. I will have a conversation with young black men about taking responsibility as fathers that I probably will not have with the women of Barnum. And I make no apologies for that. And the reason is, is because uh, I am a black man who grew up without a father. And... I know the cost that I paid for that. And I also know that I had the capacity to break that cycle. And as a consequence, I think my daughters are better off. Oh, really? Well, how did you break that cycle, sir? Uh, you will. He's talking about the future. He will have the opportunity to speak to young black men about taking responsibility. What are you waiting for? I mean, really, what, 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 you're going to in the future? What are you waiting for? And boy, how, if you did it before, how successful have you been? What a joke. Uh, you want this guy giving advice to your kids? And I'm sitting there talking to these kids, and I've got a boy who says, you know what, H how did you get over being mad at your dad? Because I've got a father who beat my mom and now has left and has left the state, and I've never seen him because he's trying to avoid $83,000 in child support payments. And I want to love my dad, but I don't know how to do that. I'm not going to have a conversation with him about macroeconomics. <laughs> I, I'm going to have a conversation with him about how I tried to understand what it is that my father had gone through. Oh, wait so a that I might be able to forgive him. Now I get it. So in other words, you're going to do something in the future to try to understand why your father was such a deadbeat that he left you hanging with nothing. And you're going to do that in the future Okay, could you tell us when you'll start doing that? You know, just so we can get ready for it. This is appalling. It's just, it's just more excuse-making, sloughing off, shiftless behavior attitude, lack of character. Oh, man. That's why I call him Putty Tat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House, the conscientious objector of 1600 Pennsylvania freaking Avenue. Unbelievable. But let's salute some black people who actually have accomplished something. For example, Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman <coughs> will be now uh, have her picture, portrait picture on the $20 bill. Born in Maryland in 1820, 
Uh, she died and was buried at Fort Hill Cemetery, Auburn, New York. And uh, Harriet Tubman, a lot of people don't know a lot of the things about her. For example, Harriet Tubman pioneered the obnoxious trait of seizing every opportunity to say, quote, you know, the peanut is not actually a nut, it's a legume. So again, you should just, you know, she, she kind of rubbed it in for people. A lot of people took it the wrong way. But, I, you know, I, there's just so much we don't know about her that we're learning what now. What did I just say about <laughs> ethnic slurs? The Kimmer Now and News, Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. I'm Scott Shannon, the worst voice in all of radio. Scott? And this portion of the Kimmer Show yes. is brought to you by Amtrak. Amtrak. Now requiring two forms of ID and your dental records. And now here's your host, the original great American, Kim Peters. Thank you so much. Look out. 150 is our time. Ten before two, baby. Hey, we made it to Wednesday. Stevie Wonder. 65 today. Little Stevie did fingertips. Look out. A couple of other birthdays of note. Tom Verica, American Dreams, is 51. And uh, let's see, uh, what else we got here? Franklin Ajay is 66. I have no idea who that is, but in case you do, I'll... He's a comedian? Franklin Ajay? Ajay, maybe? That could be it. A-J-A-Y-E, I think it is. 66 today. Also, this day, 1955, there was a riot at an Elvis concert in Jacksonville. It was the first time trouble was ever reported at, an, at a concert by Elvis, 1955. Witnesses say the crowd went nuts when Elvis made the mistake of saying, Girls, I'll see you backstage. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, whoopsie. <laughs> and there they go. It's the thundering herd. <laughs> there was trouble, all right. It was a riot. 1955. First time that ever happened like that. All right, 151, it's on the camera on News Radio 1067. 844 1067 Reminder, 2 o'clock, we'll give away the uh, Weird Al Yankovic tickets for Chastain Park, June 20th. And um, uh, we're going to do colored underwear. What color underwear am I wearing today? The camera is not white, I can tell you that. Uh, oh, Bubba's coming out. Hey, wait, there's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim. And drop whatever you're doing. This call is going to be great. It's going to be gargantuan. It's going to be huge. <laughs> it's the Donald. Donald. Not used enough to offset the shrinkage caused by that Brett the truck driver call. You know, it's it's shrinkage, Jerry. It's, it's like a cold shower on a hot day. I don't know. <laughs> Been in the pool. You know, actually, I, Donald Trump, I've got Brett the truck driver figured out, Kim. Oh, you haven't figured out, sir? Yeah, he's a management plant hired to finish the Kimmer show the rest of the way off because, you know, <laughs> the final nobody game. could suck that bad on purpose. I've conspiracy. Oh, exciting news. Exciting news? Exciting news. Yeah. A new sponsor for the Kimmer show. Yes, sir. Really? Great. There was one they weren't able to talk out of it and switch over to Steve McCoyer <laughs> off of two for ones on Michael Graham. The new temporary Kimmer sponsor before management yeah. finds out about it. <laughs> yes, sir is Bright Achievers Daycare in Austell. <laughs> They've got a great slogan over there. What's their slogan, sir? We smother your kids with attention. <laughs> We've got some of the hottest new vans on the market today. <laughs> Every youngster who stays at Bright Achievers receives a complimentary I Can't Breath t-shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> at least we can laugh about it. 
<laughs> Authorities want to know how this operator, Dr. Melinda Hamilton, yeah. could leave a two-year-old child in a hot van for nearly six hours, six Kimmer. Six hours, yeah. Have you seen a picture of Melinda Hamilton? No, I haven't. I didn't I'm guessing it. she was inside having lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Last time Melinda went, Hamilton went to a Chinese buffet, the owner said, you'll go home now. You'll be here four hours. <laughs> All you can eat, not eat at all. (laughs) When Melinda Hamilton goes to a buffet, she brings her own fork and has a racing stripe on it. It takes it out of a pool case or something. (laughs) Melinda Hamilton ate ate lo mein, her chopsticks caught on fire. She's a... Static electricity. Caught on fire. Thank you, the Donald. Always an honor, sir. (laughs) I love it. Doink. And and this really is amazing. Train crash in Philadelphia. Horrible. You've seen the video, or you will. I mean, it's just horrible. Twisted. uh, Just horrible, horrible wreckage. In the middle of the wreckage, Donald Trump goes on Twitter and talks about the crash and the, how it affected the infrastructure of the of the area. And he says, I'm the only person to fix America's infrastructure. Quote, the only one to fix the infrastructure of our country is me. Roads, airports, bridges, I know how to build. Pauls only know how to talk. Remember, politicians are all talking no action. Our country's a laughingstock that's going to hell. The lobbyists and donors control all. So Donald Trump took upon, Trump took it upon himself to brag about how he's the only person who can fix America while people are dying on a train wreck. Unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievable. The Eagle, 155 on News Radio 1067. Here's Bubba on News Radio 1067 with the camera. Hello, Bubba. Hey, what's going on, man? Hi, how you uh, doing, man? What's up? I just wanted to say that I thought it was very appropriate that, uh, you know, the lady made the, uh, the sociologist made a remark about, you know, she hates the white boys. Yeah that she was accepted there to Boston University because one big black mark on their history is Martin Luther King got his doctorate from there, and it was found out after he had submitted it that he had actually plagiarized it. But out of political correctness, they wouldn't reverse it. And the reason I make this point is is uh, I believe with uh, Gary Elder that the problem with black people now is that they followed the example of Martin Luther King instead of Thurgood Marshall. In other words, if you don't like the way things are, Make a lot of noise, protest, loot, and this and that, instead of following the legal route, you know. And uh, I just wish somebody would point that out about the, this lady in Boston University and some of the history behind it. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you called, Bubba. Again, it, it, what bothers me is the, not only the hypocrisy of it. I mean, here's a woman, this university, Boston University professor. Here's a woman who obviously is successful. She has a doctorate. She's got a job at Boston University as a professor. And she's bitching about the white boys who are ruining everything in America, making the problem for America's colleges. And she, on Martin Luther King Week, she commits herself to never spending a dime in a white-owned business. Oh, you want to start that? You want to start that? Well, we can do that. We don't burn down ours. We can, yeah, we, we can do that. Uh, no more money in a black business? What an idiotic thing to say. I mean, what, what, an, what a vicious, divisive, racist thing for a professor to say. I mean, that's appalling, absolutely appalling. It's, it's hateful and divisive. And um, 
typical. If a white professor said that oh. black men were the, <laughs> were the problem, yeah, and we're not going to spend money in any black businesses, this is just wrong. But Boston, what do you what do you figure? One fifty seven on News Radio one zero six seven. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase case photo and video this is william shatner and you're listening to a replay of the kim peterson show really my god man i thought star trek fans had no life anyway the kimmer's on monday through friday noon to three on news radio 1067 and his show is so bad my final wife held her own head under the water the Kimmer has never been outspoken. Well, no I, one has ever been able to. No, wait a minute. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. There we go. Stand by. Stand by. Yeah. We're opening up the phone lines. We're giving away those Weird Al Yankovic tickets. Chastain, June 20th. Here's the number 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Guessing the color of the Kimmer skivvies. A little kinky, a little creepy, but you know who we are. This is Nicki Minaj with David Guetta performing the collaboration called Hey Mama, which will be sung at the Billboard Music Awards this coming Sunday. Imagine Dragons will sing Stand By Me as tribute to the late Benny King, who just passed away. Uh, Charlie Puth will do See You Again for actor Paul Walker. Other performers, Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, Iggy Azalea, Ed Sheeran, Nick Jonas, Van Halen, Megan Trainer, Little Big Town, Faith Hill, Holy Smoke, Sunday Night Billboard Music Awards on ABC Sunday Night. Hey, Kimmer. Yeah. Didn't John Lennon sing Stand By Me? Yes, I think he did. (laughs) Almost positive. (laughs) It's only the Kimmer, 206 on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. Yes, you said the song, Stand By Me. Said it in a Mexican accent. Pancho. (laughs) Yeah, where's your guy now, Moses? Yeah. All right, let's give away these tickets. Uh, How are we doing it now? We're going to do it in the Kimmer. Oh, wait a minute. I I forgot what color underwear I have. Let me show it. All right, let me show it. All right, here, look, look. Let's see if we can find Oh, my God. Oh, no. All right, well, we got the answer. All right, we'll open up the lines and let's go. First up is David on News Radio 1067. Hello, David. Hey, how you doing, Kimmer? I'm doing great. Thanks for calling. What color are you guessing, sir? I'm guessing blue. No, sorry. Uh, How about John David on News Radio 1067? Hello, John David. How's it going? Good. How's it coming back? Yeah, yeah. What do you guess, buddy? What do you think? (laughs) Uh, I don't think you have any on. Oh. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I honestly think they're purple. Oh, He's right. How the hell did he get that? Who would know I'm wearing purple underpants? <laughs> hey, congratulations, John David. You're a winner. Great, great, Unbelievable. Great. All right, man, we'll put you back on hold. And Jerry and Craig and Greg and all you guys, sorry about that. We, I can't believe that. I thought that was going to go for a while. Congratulations. And again, I, it's because I bought the last of them at, this, at the Outland Mall place. It had the jockey with the pouch 
high waisted that I like, and all they they didn't have any white ones. All they had was all the like, blue and purple and green and I mean really brown, gray, every possible color you could think. And I bought them all. I just said I want, I'll take them, and I'm going them all. <laughs> so God knows what colors come on every single day. Not that it makes any difference. Anyway, congratulations. So it's okay for white people to buy colored undies. Well, speaking of white people and colored undies, <laughs> that's why you never mix the colors with the whites in the washing machine. Otherwise, it's just uh, uh, we talked about this. Uh, it's idiot, a brand new professor at Boston University claiming that white males on campus are America's biggest problem and that she never spends a dime in a white-owned business to celebrate Martin Luther King Week, stuff like that. Here's a college professor. But what do you think her classes are going to be like? Uh, Here's some other, I think she's a race-baiting divider and a hater, period. And I can't believe that Boston University wants someone like that on the staff. But they do because it's Boston. Here are some other famous comments from some other famous dividers, including President Barry uh, Barack O'Puttitat's a controversial preacher, Reverend Jeremiah Wright. This is the guy who raised Barack Obama in church. Jeremiah Wright in Chicago, Puddy's pastor. Quote, the government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, 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 God blank America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people, unquote, Jeremiah Wright, the minister. Quote, Reverend Jeremiah Wright, quote, God Blank America for treating our citizens as less than human. God blank America for as long as she acts like she's God and she's supreme. Quote, the government lied about Pearl Harbor. They knew the Japanese were going to attack. Governments lie. We've got a paranoid group of patriots in power now in the interest of homeland stupidity. The government lied about Tuskegee. They infected African men with syphilis. Uh, Fighting for peace is like raping for virginity. What's going on in America? U.S. is a U.S. of KKK. Uh, black men turning on black men, fighting the wrong enemy. You're both the primary... T- well, enough about that. How about this? How about these qual- uh, comments from another famous black person? Quote, we should all rise above the clouds of ignorance, narrowness, and selfishness. Quote, I have begun everything with the idea that I could succeed, and I never had much patience with the multitudes of people who are always ready to explain why one cannot succeed. No race can prosper till it learns there is such much dignity in tilling a field as in writing a poem. There are two ways of exerting one's strength. One is pushing down, the other is pulling up. The older I grow, the more I'm convinced there is no education which one can get from books and costly apparatus that is equal to that which can be gotten from contact with great men and women. Quote, success always leaves footprints. Quote, the happiest people are those who do the most for others. The most miserable are those who do the least. Booker T. Washington. I thought it was Harriet Tubman said that. Harriet Tubman wrote it. He spoke it. She wrote those phrases. A lot of people didn't know that. Oh, sweetness bell. God. All right, hold on a minute. I can see what I got for the sweetness bell here. Oh, here we go. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Sweetness bell, sweetness bell. Oh, I got it right here. I got it right here. Shut up. I got it. Stinking bell. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is a true story, true story. Bill Clinton was driving past the White House when he accidentally ran over the Obama dog, Sonny. Flat as a fritter. Bill Clinton climbs out of his roll, sat down in the grass, totally distraught. He knew Michelle would go nuts. He noticed a a lamp half buried in the ground. He dug it up, brushed it off. Immediately, a genie popped out. You have freed me from thousands of years of imprisonment, said the genie. As a reward, I shall grant you one wish. Well, Bill said, I have all the material things I need, all the money I'm getting on the side and everything, (laughs) but but let me show you this damn dog. So they walk over to the splattered remains of Sonny, the Obama dog that he ran over. Bill says, do you think you could bring this dog back to life for me? The genie looked at the remains and 
shook his head. Oh, this critter is too far gone for even me to bring it back to life. Maybe there's something else you'd like. Well, Bill thought for a minute, and then he reached into his pocket and pulled out two photographs. He said, I had an affair with this beautiful young girl named Monica, showed the genie the photo. But I'm actually married to this woman called Hillary. And he showed the genie the second photo. You see, Hillary isn't as beautiful as all, as all get out, so do you think you could make her look like Monica? The genie studied the two photographs and after a few minutes said, Let's take another look at that dog. <laughs> 212. Doggy. Too hard. I like doggy. Too hard. Doggy. Gonna bite. Doggy. Gonna bite. Doggy. Ah! <laughs> oh, the Kimmer Now and News Weather we Traffic go. on your there ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Kirk Douglas, <laughs> Kirk was and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yeah. is brought to you by First Lady Muchel Obama, uh-oh, uh-oh. who says that living in the White House is taking a toll. toll. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't you leave now? <laughs> What's stopping you? And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Sometimes things are really a lot easier than we make them. I don't know. <laughs> Get out. Okay, thank you. Bye. Uh, 219. Look out. Birthdays include today... Basketball Hall of Fame weirdo Dennis Rodman, 54 today. And now, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. Speaking of basketball, this just in. Yes. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers backup center Kendrick Perkins involved in a roadside altercation this morning. Uh-oh. According to the police, a 911 caller reported a man and a woman fighting by a car parked on the side of the road. Oh. When officers showed up, they found Perkins and his wife waiting by their SUV. Perkins' wife is named Vanity. Vanity, and she had a black eye, did she? Or uh, uh, I don't know, but I got to tell you, boys and some of you girls, if you marry a woman named Vanity, <laughs> hi, my name's Cinnamon. I'll be your wife tonight. It ain't gonna work out. Uh, hi, well, I'm Peppermint. Uh, what do you want to do later? <laughs> welcome back to John Boy. John Boy, the Yay. welcomer. Hey, he and his girlfriend on vacay. Yeah. So you went on a dolphin cruise, huh? I sure did. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> your Atlanta Braves have a rubber game in Cincy tonight. The one and three Eric Stoltz. Stoltz for us. Raisel Iglesias for the Red Legs. Mm. Braves lost 4-3 to three last night. Mark uh, Fultonewicz pitched well again. He reminds me of a young John Smoltz, by the way. Yes, absolutely. His stature, the way he holds the ball before the pitch, the fastball. I love it. Yeah. The Dodgers spanked Miami 11-1, but boy, was that one a humdinger. Giancarlo Stan, did you see this? No. He launched a ball out, I said, out of Dodger Stadium in left field. It hit on top of that wavy roof they have and bounced out into the parking lot. Holy moly. That's Frank Howard territory out there. You know, that's that, like that's Willie like Stargell. That's like If something. he was right-handed. Yeah. It's Holy way out cow. there. Your Atlanta Hawks can go up three games to two with a win tonight in Phillips against Washington. They better or they're in deep duty. And yes? You said duty. <laughs> Question, is Tiger Woods a serial cheater? Oh, uh, yes. Answer, yes. is a duck's butt watertight. <laughs> <laughs> Word has it Lindsey Vaughn kicked El Tigre of Love to mm. the curb because he stepped out on her. You'd think he'd have had all the wild oats he could eat by now. You would Jeez, think. Louise, put the pistol in the holster a night or two. <laughs> hey, but think about it. I smoke a cigar, but I don't smoke it every day. I don't know all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Groucho. If you were as rich and famous and good-looking as Tiger, could you hold off temptation, especially with beautiful women throwing themselves at you all the time? No. Probably not. 
the moral here, if you have well, a wait one- a minute. I mean, it, I mean, well, I mean, seriously, if you were a great looking, rich celebrity guy that, you know, is a is a celebrity magnet type mm-hmm. guy and women are throwing themselves at you, what are you supposed to say? I mean, uh, it's not in my moral code. I, it's customer service at that clearly. Point. But, uh, you know, but <laughs> the problem is, if you make a commitment, he made a commitment to the Lindsey Vaughn. And well, he, he, I mean, as far as we know, we don't know. Well, I, if you're a couple for three years, that's a commitment. All right. Well, the moral here, if you have a one-night stand, don't tell your girlfriend. Yeah, or have it with Tiger, <laughs> especially after his proclivity. You know what? Tiger's uh, famous thing that he always uh, forces women. That's not the Our Sportsman of the Day award goes to Chattahoochee High School player, soccer player, Andrew Gray. His team lost to Milton in a playoff game April 29th. So Gray allegedly walked over to the referee to shake hands, but instead of doing that, he sucker punched the ref in the face. Oh. When police asked Gray why he did it, the student athlete began to cry and said the referee's call against him at the end of the game messed up his career. He wanted to apologize, oh. but the ref said the next time he wanted to see the student was in front of a judge. <laughs> yeah, that will happen tomorrow. Oh, there you go. And by the way, this sport's in memory of Jeff Mitchley, whom we lost this last weekend. Jeff was a bon vivant man about town, former legendary waiter at Manuel's, then curmudgeon in residence there, the sultan of sarcasm, the prince of the put-down. We shared many a laugh and uncomfortable moment at Manuel's, oh, which my in the goodness. end is really all you can ask for there, isn't it? Give his name again. Rest in peace. Big Jeff Mitchley, just a great Jeff guy. Jeff Mitchley. I started going there in high school. He scared the hell out of me. And we ended up being friends. It was just really as, we, as I got. Well, old. you spent. I mean, Manuel's Tavern. You you were there basically every Sunday night. I had a cot in the back. <laughs> he had his own place. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. Sorry for the loss of your friend too. That's uh, that's a shame. I uh, have in front of me the world's shortest graduation speech, written by a friend of the Kimmer program and former DJ in Atlanta. You may remember the name Craig Ashwood. He's a Kimmer listener now, and he has sent me this shortest graduation speech, which I will share with you now. Ten points. Number one, dreaming is twaddle. Follow your dreams, they say. Note it's always the most successful people who reach this crap. You rarely hear from the dreaming losers. Dreams? No. Doing is what matters. If dreaming led to anything, I'd have been having sex with Jennifer Connelly by now. Do it. You may suck at it, but you may not make any money, but you might have to move to L.A. or New York or Fargo or Dubuki. Whatever your stupid dream is, quit screwing around, wasting everybody's time, and do it. Number two, work is just like junior high. Cliques and cool kids and rejects and all of that. Number three, new job. Be wary of the first person who befriends you. Number four, mission statements are all bullcrap. So are companies that describe themselves as family. (laughs) I hate family. Number five, team building, trust building, anything to do with building is bullcrap. When times go bad, the knives come out. Number six, any meeting longer than 15 minutes is bullcrap. They devolve into job justification or conversations between two participants with the rest of you waiting and waiting. Number seven, always be looking for a new job. Your boss is... Number eight, don't ever share anything with co-workers you don't want repeated. They are your colleagues, not your friends. Number nine, avoid becoming the fixer, the person who always jumps in to help. You get no respect, and you'll always be the number two person at best. Number ten, learn how to negotiate your salary. Your best money is what you make at the beginning. After that, it's just tiny incremental raises unless you get a big promotion. And finally, don't drink at company meetings. If you want a friend, get a dog. Now, go out there and off you go, dreaming fun seekers. Graduation extraordinaire, Craig Ashwood, Atlanta DJ, and 
Van of the Kimmer Show. Thanks, Craig. Very clever. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067-225. Newsmaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. But first year it's a uh, Todd on News Radio 1067. Hello, Todd. Hey, Kimmer, I was calling about that uh, professor in Boston. Yes, sir. And, you know, that is it's politically correct bigotry, that kind of garbage they, they spew. I went to Georgia State, and I finally withdrew because, you know, I got sick of it. And when I heard Michelle Farrakhan's uh, speech at Tuskegee, yeah. I mean, it, it made me sick. Well, you know? it, what happened, I, I think you're absolutely right, it's, it's an excuse to blast white people, to divide the races, and then have white people feel guilty for it in the first place. Right. And, I mean, how, I guess we oppressed them with, you know, electricity, cars, computers, airplanes, modern medicine, <laughs> reading and writing. You know, all this, like, you know, the white oppressors that were in Africa fighting Ebola or the white oppressors in Nepal right now trying to rescue people from the earthquake. Yeah, United you know, States Marines on a chopper dead because they were trying to help people get out of rubble when they should have just been responsible for killing people in an enemy combat situation. Yeah, those people are dead trying to help. Uh, the, anyway. Yeah, and, and, you know, if they're so proud, I mean, wh- why don't they try those paradises like Zimbabwe, you know? Yeah, or Liberia. <laughs> All right, 227. Newsbreaker lines are next with the camera. News Radio 1067. This is Jerry Seinfeld. And why are you listening to a replay of the Kimma Show? Don't forget, the Kimma's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. So don't forget to miss it. Hi, this is Andy Rooney. Hello, Andy. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by mm. Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman. Did you ever wonder how many 40s you can buy with a 20? <laughs> and now here's your host, the Kimmer. Thank you, sir. See, Harriet Tubman's going to be on the $20 bill. Kind of like you there. Vote it in. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer 233, uh, 234 here on News Radio 106.7. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. And my man, 50 Cent. 50 Cent's lawyer denies that 50 Cent was involved in robbing a jewelry store in Las Vegas. But uh, there are reports that members of 50 Cent's crew pistol-whipped and robbed the owner of a jewelry store in Vegas of a diamond watch and chain worth a quarter of a million dollars. That's a hell of a watch. Anyway, uh, this guy, uh, the owner of the store, says he was robbed near the gym after meeting 50 Cent before the Floyd Mayweather fight in front of the gym. And uh, the attorney for 50 Cent says, no, no, he didn't do it, man. Nothing to do with that, man. Uh, two thirty-five on News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty-seven. Newsbreaker line coming right up on News Radio one zero six seven. Harriet Tubman going on the twenty-dollar bill. Uh, she suffered violence as a youngster. She was lashed before breakfast as a little girl as a slave. Uh, one slave ran away from the fields without permission when she was a child. The overseer demanded Harriet Tubman help restrain the the runaway. Harriet refused, and the overseer smacked her in the head with a two-pound weight. And for the rest of her life, Harriet Tubman endured seizures, headaches, and narcoleptic episodes for the rest of her life. Uh, by the time she reached adulthood, half the African-American people on the eastern shore of Maryland were free citizens. And she uh, worked her underground railroad, traveling 90 miles from where she was to Philadelphia. Then some laws changed, so she started going into Canada uh, to uh, save the slaves from their slavery. And a lot of the, some little-known facts, for example, uh, although Harriet Tubman carried a gun on the Underground Railroad for protection, 
She really carried it because she liked the feeling it gave her. Those are kind of just a little... She wrote that in a diary one time. And a little known fact, Harriet Tubman was nicknamed the Black Moses. Uh, we've heard that nickname before. Harriet Tubman nicknamed the Black Moses in part because of her commitment to liberating an enslaved race, but also because of, uh, because of her flowing white beard. So again, these are just... A lot of people don't know... If, a lot of those things about her. Harriet Tubman, during her bitter years of hatred, fled to Mexico and took up with an old pen pal, Santiago Rodriguez Hernandez Flores Guacamole Anites, who became known by his Americanized name of Santa Ana. He would refer to her as his little Chipotle. Yes, it's been confirmed that during the Battle of the Alamo, it was Harriet Tubman who actually shot David Bowie in the back with a stolen musket and then used his famous knife to gut Davy Crockett and used his innards to grease the wheels of her peace train. A lot of people, you know, it's just the, the time alone. David Bowie? David Bowie. He you was a David famous Bowie. singer. <laughs> Back in the 1860s. He was a very famous singer. Back then in the singing time, you see. <laughs> you just came here to argue. No, I didn't. It's time for a newspaper line. Good afternoon. Read my lips. This is your former president, George Bush Collins. President W.H. Bush, it's an honor to have you aboard, sir. You know, my wife, Barbara, is very excited about Harriet Tubman and the $20 bill and she, all. Oh, is that know? right? Really? Oh, yeah. She met Harriet Tubman years ago. <laughs> said she, Barbara said she never forget the six words that Harriet said to her. The six words? You get out of my way, Grandma. <laughs> I mean, even back then, Barbara was known as Grandma. Grandma Mosey, yeah. She's very old. Are you kidding? On oh, her birthday, cold. Lincoln had no school. I mean, she's old. Yeah. <laughs> she ordered a three-minute egg. They made her pay in advance. I'm telling you, she's, she's an old, an old lady. <laughs> Good to have John Boy back. John Boy's back, yeah. And I think it was so nice of that Iraqi war veteran in Athens rescuing his girlfriend out of that hot car. I no, sir, that, that was, was a very <laughs> touching. Pomer- it, was a, another, it wasn't a dog, sir. Well, Kimmer did $100 million, and people throughout the state and the country yeah. are very excited. $100 million, and everybody's excited? Oh, yeah, enough about tomorrow's Steve McCoy giveaway. How about the Powerball? <laughs> <laughs> How is the Georgia lottery supposed to compete with the Steve McCoy morning show anyway, where the jackpots are bigger and the chances of winning are astronomical, you know? One in three, probably. But, you know. Boy, my son Jeb is going nuts with all this liberal talk. Liberal talk, yeah. I mean, the way he's going off the rails, you'd think he was an Amtrak conductor or something. What's wrong with that kid? I I don't get the uh, thing there. What happened up there in Philadelphia anyway? Did the conductor drop his crack pipe again? (laughs) (laughs) What was I talking about? Yeah, my son Jeb, you know, this liberal talk about open borders, amnesty, common core, statehood for Puerto Rico. I called him up and I said, son, didn't you learn anything from your dad and your brother? You get elected first, then you move hard to the left. (laughs) You evoke Ronald Reagan's name and then you dismantle. Wait a minute, I'm giving away truth. Sorry, that's kind of a secret, sir. Sorry. (laughs) Well, I better go let Brett the truck driver get in here and (laughs) let the air out of what little momentum we built up in the first 25 minutes, you know. You talk, talk about, about deflate, deflate gate. gate. Yeah. Brett, the truck driver's the real deflate guy. <laughs> Great to be on the Thank show. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Yeah, let the air out of this truck driver. <laughs> Always an honor. Here we go. Stand by. It's only me. It's only the camera. More news regular lines coming up on News Radio 1067. St. Petersburg, Florida. A touching story.
In 2012, Melissa Dome was stabbed 32 times by her ex-boyfriend. 32 times he stabbed her. She lived. One of the people who responded to the 911 call was named Cameron Hill. Cameron Hill and Melissa Dome kind of stayed in touch. Eventually, they had kind of a romance. Well, Monday night this week, Melissa Dome, who had been stabbed 32 times by her boyfriend, was asked to throw out the first pitch before the Tampa Bay Rays game at Tropicana Field. And her boyfriend, Mr. Hill, came out to present her with a baseball to throw to the catcher. And on the baseball, he wrote, Will you marry me? And she said, No, I hate you, you dirty... No, no, she said... <laughs> Was Aaron Andrews standing there to roll her eyes? And... Yeah, no, did you hear what she said now? She, Aaron Andrews is now claiming... The picture of Aaron, during Dancing with the Stars, the, the vet with no leg... Got both his legs blown off in the war, uh, got down on both stumps and asked his girlfriend... She got down on both stumps. Oh. Asked his girlfriend... <laughs> To marry him with David Bowie was right there. Uh, and, and, and so Aaron Andrews starts rolling and lifts her head back and is going, ah, oh, she's rolling her eyes like crazy. She's now claiming she did it so she wouldn't cry. She was so touched. She was so touched that she was afraid she was going to cry, so she put her head back and rolled her eyes up to prevent the tears. I do that at funerals all the time. It works. I do it. <laughs> the old ceiling eye roll trick. All right, 242 with the camera. We got your calls. We got your newsmaker lines here. Animals could be bad and slaughtered. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Dan Reeves. <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by yes, sir. the Atlanta Falcons, huh? the most patriotic NFL team that money can buy. <laughs> and now here's your host, who will be joining me, Larry, Eric, and the drive through crew soon, <laughs> Kim Peterson. <laughs> I get to do the onion rings. <laughs> Two fifty. It's only me on News Radio one zero six seven. It's only the Kimmer. Paul Simon, in the early nineteen seventies, was eating in a Chinese restaurant when there was a dish on the menu of chicken and eggs, a combination of chicken and eggs. On the Chinese restaurant menu, and Paul Simon saw it in the early 1970s and said, I've got to use this. The name of the dish was Mother and Child Reunion. Chicken and eggs in the Chinese dish. So that's how he got the title song, Mother and Child Reunion. A little tip there for Kimmer song fans. Hold everything. 2.50 is our time, and there's a late live edition of the old Newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Rodney calling the current outlaw. Hey, Rodney, how you doing? How are you? I tell you, I tell you right now, but last week it was in rough shape. Bro, you what know? do you mean, Rodney? And last week I met the Surgeon General. He offered me a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dentist, too, another beauty, my dentist. I told him my teeth were all getting yellow. Yeah. yeah he told me to wear a brown necktie. <laughs> Hey, Kimmel, when did they start serving meals on Amtrak again? <laughs> what do you mean, I sir? heard Tuesday's barbecue night. Oh! <laughs> hey, sorry, guys. I don't like my Philly cheesesteak blacking, really, you know? <laughs> it's in Philadelphia. Sir. I'm happy about Harriet Tubman, but what about Kim Kardashian on a $20 bill? Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, how many black guys has she helped gain a release? <laughs> <laughs> A lot for the black man. 
different kind of relief, <laughs> well, maybe. Well, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, President Obama, he unveiled a new plan yesterday for combat childhood obesity. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's sending over to Bright Achievers Daycare Center in Austell where they can sweat off a few pounds <laughs> in a van, you know. <laughs> Dr. Melinda Hamilton will make sure of it. Something she could afford to do. Have you seen her? I mean, she wore a yellow dress to work. Three of the kids tried to board her. <laughs> Pull in the handle. You kidding? <laughs> she went swimming. She left a ring around her lake, all right? <laughs> no, wait. Oh. Hey, Bright Achievers, they got a new TV spot, Kim. Oh, a new TV yeah, spot? Casey Anthony said, if I still had a daughter, I'd send her to Bright Achievers. Oh, That's what... <laughs> new endorsement from... <laughs> That's what they call it, Bright Achievers, because it's an achievement if you can get home alive, all right? <laughs> I tell you in English, it had a chance. It's an What's achievement if you can get home alive. <laughs> I like their new slogan. What's their slogan? Right Achievers, where the phrase small fry takes on a whole different... Oh, man! Oh, God. Hey, I tell you, you this actor, uh, Timothy Murphy of Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. receiving a Medal of Valor and a Purple Heart. A Purple Heart and a Medal of Valor? We didn't serve in the armed forces. He accepted a job where he has to kiss Jane Fonda. <laughs> I hear Timothy prepared for the role by sucking on prunes and chewing gum. <laughs> they were going to have him do a sex scene, but unfortunately, he's allergic to dust. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> And that's how ancient she is. I tell you, I tell you, if I had a right trio, I could make it and show it. You could do it all right. <laughs> woman agent asked me if I had an eight by ten. Yeah. I told her if I had an eight by ten, I wouldn't have to work anymore. And <laughs> yeah, when I started in show business, it was at ventriloquism. I had to quit. I got too big for the guy's lap. All right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hey, one place I worked, I thought the boss liked me. He said, kid, you want to go hunting? I said, okay, I'm game, and he shot me. <laughs> Ronnie. What a, crowd. a tough career, sir. No question about it. I worked at one place. It was so far in the woods, my act was reviewed by Field and Street. Field and Street. Come on. <laughs> Moving along. Hey, thank you. Rodney, right here. Look out. Yeah, boy. It's only the Kimmer. Oh, incidentally, we told you yesterday about the Penn State student whose parents came up to take him to graduation Friday, and uh, he wasn't there, and they couldn't find him. He ran away. The parents found out that not only was he not registered to graduate, uh, he hadn't been in school all year. (laughs) And he disappeared, and they caught him. Finally, he turned up, and he said, well, he just needed a timeout. What are you, seven? I'll give you something to cry about. Uh, How about one more quick news break? I'll see you, Senator. Good afternoon. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it's just one week to go now. Oh my goodness, David! Oh, it's Friday that you're leaving. I can't no, keep up with that. I thought that was you, sir. <laughs> oh me, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. You too, I guess. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I'm wrapping up my show last night. I'm sure that you and Pete Davis and the Hangman and John Boy were DVRing it. Oh, we have listen, watching yeah, parties. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had Bill Clinton on. I know you the, for the whole damn hour. For the whole hour, we saw him. Gee, play gosh, this. I wonder why I was in third place. <laughs> Anyway, Bill Clinton was on. He promoted his upcoming appearance at the Cobb Energy Center where it's Rapist Appreciation Month. (laughs) Instead of rape whistles, this is going to be really festive. The Cobb Energy Center is going to be handing out rape kazoos. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, they're so much easier to play. You know, to add a little fun to sexual assault. Like, anybody can play a kazoo. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God, yes, man. Sir. Hope John Boy's ready because summer's going to be here before you know it, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Here we go. Everyone's looking for a light, quick summer read. So here they are from the home office, the top ten shortest new books. New books. All right. Short new books. Short new books. Number ten, Spontaneous Acts of Patriotism by Arthur Blank. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, the TNT Academy Guide to Race Relations. <laughs> you yeah, you go home now, them. I think is what that's called. <laughs> Number eight, Remembering Benghazi by Hillary Clinton. <laughs> That's a short These book. are short books. <laughs> short books. Number seven, Dexter King's Daily Activity Laws. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up, took a nap, walked to the couch, walked out to the bed. And even more frivolity coming up tomorrow with a camera on News Radio 1067. It's the news, people, standing by. Oh, damn, my ulna fell off. Son of a gun, my ulna. This is Hank Hill, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. So if you didn't like the show, blame them. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.